And a pleasant good morning to you, everyone. Welcome to Big League Fishing. This is Doug Flynn, back from Washington, set into my fishing mode, although I haven't got there yet. And my partner, Keith Munson, is working hard. So today is Josh Toughness, producer extraordinaire, and I will have you, and we may get in touch with Keith in a little while. But I tell you, Josh, my boy Keith is working extremely hard these days. Yeah, I've noticed that. He's, uh, he's constantly on the go. Well, I know he fished the tournament last week, and I'm not sure that he did real good, but we'll find out a little bit more about that. Hey, hope you're having a good day. The weather is starting to get a little fall-like. The leaves are starting to change, at least the ones that have remained on the trees. And it's a good time to start fishing. A lot of big tournaments that are going on this week, too. There's one down at Kentucky Lake, which is going to be a dandy. I think there's actually two of them going out of Kentucky Lake. The problem is they're not catching a lot of fish down there right now. One of the reasons grass carp and everything we've heard is that they're trying to get rid of as many as they can but they have infiltrated kentucky lake to the point where kentucky lake would normally be one that you could go down and catch 20 25 sometimes 30 pounds of fish on a given day because it's that good a fishery but now yeah with all the carp in there it took 30 pounds in a tournament a week or so ago after three days to win so wow uh, the yeah, the guys I know down there, Josh, are really struggling. They're, uh, <laughs> and if you go up into a river where all the uh, carp are, if you turn the big motor on, then uh, the carp are jumping in the boat. Wow. Yeah, so, and I hear there's a whole bunch of that stuff going on there where the carp are just jumping right in the boat, and uh, guys are got to take their time because we're not talking about little carp. We're talking about 15, 20-pound carp that are jumping up and, uh, if they jump up and hit you in the coconut, man, you got a problem. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> so. It'd be about like getting hit in the face. You know what they need to do? And I think the only way they're going to get rid of all that is they are going to have to uh, find some way to raise the price on money for the fishermen to go down and catch these and then uh, bring in the commercial guys to take care of it, get the guys from Louisiana or other places that come up and uh, get rid of it. If they don't, man... It, Everything that's going on down there is not good. It's killing the tourism. It's killing the fishing. The bait stores are going out of business. The hotels are not getting anybody. Res the whole town and the whole area of Western Kentucky is struggling because they're going to have to do something about that lake with those carp. And what exactly, like, the? I know they, they overpopulate, but what exactly are they taking the food sources away from the normal fish? Well, a couple of things they'll do. One, they, you know, they eat grass and plankton and all that kind of stuff i guess that's what it is but when you start eating all of that you're taking the hiding place places away from baby fish so you know if fish are born they do it a lot of time in cover where they can go in hide in the grass and stuff so you take all of those places away well when they're born and they become easy prey for the larger fish and right. and there's just you know they're getting so big that they're you know it has to do with oxygen and all kinds of stuff in the lake but it's just, it's terrible because they've somehow got into the river system and got into this body of water. Now, everything that I know from other folks said they've been able to keep them out of the Great Lakes, you know, because they found a way to do that. And uh, they got to find a way, I think, I, I might be mistaken on this, but it's either they have to have current or they don't need current. One of those things, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'll get Keith to explain but regardless, I mean, these things are getting huge, huge, huge big fish 
and they're taking up. And if you if you start your motor and go into some of these little creeks, they love to jump right in your boat. Matter of fact, a buddy of mine yesterday he said he had a thirty pounder just came and jumped right up in the boat, and they are slimy, nasty fish too. There's no way to eat them or anything. Yeah, it, well, you know what what they should do is they ought to be able to get them. I, I guess some people eat them, but you know they'd be good for cat food or dog food or something. <laughs> that and, makes and sense. So you get one of those big companies, if you started paying them enough, they come up here and start catching those fish and they get them out of the lake. That's true. So, so I'll be getting more reports. Today was the first day, or this past Thursday was the first day of the tournament. So we'll find out a little bit more from some of the guys. Uh, I know if you fish good Thursday and Friday, uh, then you get a chance to come fish on Saturday today. And or I'm hoping my brother will do it. A lot of my buddies are down there. It's a good series. It's a Renegade series. Renegade, uh, these guys fish all year, and then you qualify, and then you get a chance to go down there and uh, fish for some good money. So, you know, I hope the, it starts changing. Well, for the biggest reason is that it's really hurting the, the uh, tourism that's coming on down that way throughout the summer. Anyway, if you're a carp fisherman, get down there and get those suckers out of there. I'm not a carp fisherman, although uh, I have caught some accidentally. Uh, some big ones, too. I've hung them in the back of the tail. Uh, matter of fact, at Lake Ellerslie, not too long ago, I snagged one on a jerkbait. Taught me how to be a big old bass. And uh, I did. It was just a carp. So <laughs> it wasn't the kind of disappointing. Looking, a little bit disappointed. That's right. Uh, uh, the trifecta went really well. The winners, uh, I think it was a father-son team, and the winners got like $5,000. We'll try to get John that's pretty good. So we'll try to get John Webb to come on here and tell us a little bit about that. Because I know it went good. He's already getting prepared for next year. And next year's tournament is already going to be bigger. Uh, the sponsors have jumped on board. They realize what a good thing this is. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't fished the trifectas and uh, the Tuesday or the Saturday nights down here at Harrington Lake, you need to get involved. Because at the end of the year, they gave away a nice big boat that a guy won. So uh, if you are a fisherman and you want to win some money or potentially win some money, I'll tell you what, the payouts are better than the BFL. You can come down here on a Saturday night, win a tournament, win a thousand bucks. And if you're in the top 10 or so, you're going to win, uh, maybe win a little bit more. So we got a few things to talk about. There's some local issues going on that I want to get into. And when we do, uh, we're glad you're listening. And I appreciate everybody letting me know when they run into me say they love the show. Well, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. This is Bassmaster Elite Series Pro Bradley Roy, and I'm listening to my favorite fishing network. I learned everything from this show with Keith and Doug, and they'll be right back. Hi, Doug Flynn for J&H Outdoors, your headquarters for top quality tents, backpacks, and sleeping bags. New arrivals of climbing harnesses, ropes, and climbing shoes. Kayaks and canoes from Hobie, Piranha, and Old Town. And you have to see the footwear from Vibram Five Fingers, Chaco, and Merrill Barefoot. J&H Outdoor Store. More drive just off Nicholasville Road. Turn between Raising Canes and Wendy's. J&H Outdoor Store. Everyone at Central Bank loves UK Athletics, almost as much as we love providing outstanding service. Sometimes the team kind of inspires us to improve even more, like just the other day. I was helping a customer open a checking account. I really don't know what kind of account I'm looking for. 
Well, I hope I can help you. Time out! Time out! Coach Cal? What are you doing here? Come over here, Mike. You need to take charge here. Show them the options. You've got checking, CDs, money market accounts. You're like a point guard here. It's up to you to make all of our customers' financial lives easier and better. Now, do I need to bring in a sub or are you my guy? No, Coach. I'm your guy. Now go out there and help make this customer a winner. Coach Cal never lets us rest. And we love him for it. Central Bank. Serious about banking. Crazy about UK. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hey, welcome back to Big League Fishing. This is Doug Flynn along with Josh Thompson. On this wonderful weekend weather, getting a little sloppy today, but hey, it's fall time. We've been pretty lucky. And if it just rains all winter, I won't be too disappointed. I don't know about you, Josh. I don't move around too good in the sleet and the ice. No, I'm the same way. I feel like uh, I've always said this. I feel like, you know, the, the northern states always complain about how we're kind of wusses when it comes to the to the uh, cold and the rain and the, well, the snow and stuff like that. But I, I don't feel like when we get snow, it's not that bad. It's when it's those like ice storms and stuff that everything is just awful. I agree with, yeah, you know, we were lucky last year, but I, if the squirrels gathering nuts are any indication of what this winter is going to be like, uh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> do you have a first-hand account of that or something i got these two big old oaks outside and these trees they're bombarding my truck with acorns and they're out there just teasing me and it's amazing i'll walk outside they'll fire them down at me <laughs> and they just a little bit away from me popping their rear end with a little buckshot or something but man they are scurrying and they're gathering and when i see that i don't know if that's a sign but it's you know, it lets me know that maybe, because we've been pretty lucky last year. Yeah. I know we had cold days. We didn't get a lot of snow, but we're due for one of those winters where we get a couple of those big old 12, 13, 14 inch things. Well, I'm glad I'm getting a new furnace. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. It's, it's time, man. If you uh, are interested, now be the time to go get them. Uh, I know it's, it's, I don't know if it's going to get cold or not, but. Josh is getting a new one. I'm about to get a new one because I've got, ew, my house is 32 years old. Your house is pretty new, though, isn't it? Uh, it's about 14 years old, so. Oh, is it? Yeah. It was one of I, the first built in this subdivision. I got you. All right. Well, it's time to do it. Check it because you don't want to be sitting there without having one, and then all of a sudden the bad weather come and jump on you. Right. So you got to get it. All right, Josh, I got a couple of things I need to get off my chest, if you don't mind. What's that? And I would certainly appreciate your input if you have any whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But in our community, and, and I always talk about and brag about our fishermen that are out on the water and the courtesy that they have and the niceness. I just think, and you run into that too when you're at camping, you just run into a really good bunch of people. Well, evidently we've had somebody come in from out of town and they wrote some stuff on one of our walls in town and they used a word that has really never been in my vocabulary, although I've heard it a lot playing baseball. It's an F word. We call them F bombs. And there was one used on a wall in a mural. And by my accounts, and I could be wrong, and you're a young person, you're a young millennial, you can set me straight. 
I just don't think there's any place for that kind of language. And to me, they it's politics posing as art. And I just think you can get messages across without using that kind of language. There's no place for it in our town. Am I missing something here? Yeah, I, I mean, you can you can get it across, and I, I feel like I, I feel like it was inappropriate what was written, uh, but at the, at the same time, I know that it was a private business, and the business owner apparently knew about it, uh, and so they can do whatever they want, honestly. But it, it is what it is. It's already been covered up, so at least there's that. Well, that was a good thing. I, the, I tell you what, I was disappointed, though. When they went to some of our leadership in our town, they sort of did like Pontius Pilate did, washed their hands and said, I really don't have anything to do with this. Well, wait a minute. If you're the leader of this town, do you want that F-bomb? I mean, if it gets away on one, what's to keep it from not going to two or three other places downtown, especially really visible places where school buses go by and kids are seeing it. That, to me, there's no place for that whatsoever. Right. And so I've, I'm just disappointed we didn't get anybody that came out and stood up for it and said, now, a lot of my friends, we've all been talking about it on social media. and But, you know, am I wrong in saying in this town, I really feel like we're losing some of its charm to Lexington. And, and when I say that, Obviously, growing up here my whole life and seeing this town when it was 90 or 100,000 strong, now up to 350 or 400,000 strong, you realize there's going to be some changes. But I remember the days when you let people, here I go, and I'm just kind of <laughs> Back moving on. my day. On the bar. <laughs> I mean, I, <clears throat> the last several days, it's amazing to me how many people that I've let out that have nothing to they don't say a word. Uh they just don't, they don't acknowledge that you let them out. None of that stuff happens. It's really, really disappointing. Uh, so. I have, I have that happen. And a thing that happens to me is, is I'll, uh, I'll hold the door for somebody and they'll just like walk on by. And it, it just always makes me want to like, just shut the door, I guess. I, I'm not sure exactly what I need to do in that situation because it's always, I, I'm just like, oh, I guess I don't exist. I guess I was <laughs> meant to open that door for you. That's all I'm here for. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just kind of disappointing, man. That, uh, and, and, you know, you don't expect it. And we've talked about this before. You don't expect it, but just that nonchalant attitude is that people are, they're kind of in their own little world. I think when you get behind the wheel of that car, it's important, you know, that uh, you got a you got a responsibility, but it's also important too that I think you don't have ever right to pull out in front of people and do that. No blinkers anymore. No hand signs. No nothing. Oh, there are hand signs. Oh yeah, yeah. They're getting some from me too. <laughs> I always give the thumbs up. I feel like that's the that's the most effective. Uh, hands on back to somebody just because like you know people are full of anger and stuff like that and i'm just like hey thumbs up hi i'm, I'm glad i could make your evening yeah and you know and, and i want to make sure they see it too when i do it oh absolutely I, I want to make sure that they see me and I, they know i'm acknowledging them and thanking them and it's not just i've been on you young folks a bunch it's not you it's everybody in this town it's really really changing so I, i'm gonna keep doing it and i'm gonna keep 
I'm and talking they, about they don't do anything. I mean, that's I'm, that's what we're supposed to do. But golly, it's frustrating. I'm talking about when people like cut me off or something, or I I cut them. I, I unintentionally cut them off because they decide that they want to floor it as soon as they see my uh, blinker on. That's that's another thing. Have you noticed that when you try and merge, people will just instantly speed up and try and not let you over? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is <laughs> what is so special about that space in front of their car that they just cannot give it up? Everybody's in a hurry, and I tell you what, you better slow down because next thing you know, you wake up, you're going to be 70 years old, and that's <laughs> It gets here awful fast. I told somebody that once at school, and I said, you know, you're going to wake up one morning, you're going to be 30. I had somebody, and this was years ago, I had somebody come up to me not too long ago and says, you remember that time you told us that we we're going to wake up and be 30? That I thought that was the dumbest thing I ever heard. And he said, as soon as I woke up when I was 30, I said, Doug Flynn told me that, and golly, did he get here quick. <laughs> so it does. But anyway, all right, that's enough of my rant. But anyway, it's Lexington. I love this town. I do anything to protect it, to talk about it, to live here. And and but I just hope other people not think that that's the norm that you can come into our city. Some New Yorker came into our city. I'm all for art. If you want to make the town look prettier, that's fine. But keep that trash off our walls. And I'll promise you, if they didn't take it down, there was going to be somebody that was going to cover it up. So we'll just leave it at that, huh? That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so anyway, all right, the fishing is it's slowed down right now. We've talked about it. They're not catching a lot of numbers like they have been. One of the reasons is because we're sort of in the transition period. In the creeks, there's a lot of shad in them, but the fish haven't quite made that move. The shad have got back there, and if they're there, you know the fish eventually are going to start following them. So what a lot of fishermen are doing, and uh, they're going into the creeks and most of the lakes, and that's where they're catching a lot of their fish because they're just following the bait fish. But uh, it's really going to be interesting when I hear a little bit more about what's going on down at Kentucky Lake because uh, with the carp, and uh, I know guys went out the other day, fished almost the whole day. It was windy. They had storms. Uh, got one keeper fish. So it's not going to take a lot to win it unless somebody just accidentally stumbles on a bunch of those things and takes it to the house. But that'll be interesting to see. So anyway, go out and try it. This is my favorite time of year to fish. I love it when the weather gets a little cooler. I like it when it starts out about 25, 30 in the day, in early morning, and then it works its way up to the 50s or maybe low 60s. That's a perfect, perfect time. And you need to you need to take advantage of it. For folks that don't fish in the wintertime, let me encourage you. Try it. You'll catch a whole lot of fish. You'll catch some big fish. And uh, you'll be amazed at how comfortable you are. And speaking of that, if you got a feeling you're going to get cold, run over to my friends at J&H. J&H can set you up. They'll give you the best long underwear. They'll give you warm stuff to wear. And if you can't find what you're looking for there, then you go over to Sportsman's Warehouse. And between the two of them, all you need to get out in the fall and the winter, you can find at those two stores. Um, my friend uh, George Latham and all of his staff over at J&H are getting ready for the winter time. They'll have your best selection if you like to ski, backpack, rock climb, uh, or just be comfortable and look good. That's where you can find your clothes, as well as if you're looking for fishing equipment and stuff to go out and fish. Uh, find that over at Sportsman's Warehouse. All right, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more fishing. We are hoping you're having a wonderful weekend. This is Doug Flynn and Josh Thompson, Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. 
This is Boudreaux Me from South Louisiana, and I'm teaching them bars from Big League Fish and everything I know, and hopefully they'll be right back. Hi, Doug Flynn here. Are you tired of your cable company? Well, get rid of them. Get DirecTV from Impact Satellite. I've been thinking about getting DirecTV, but I didn't want to get it from a website, and I like doing business with a local person. Then I found Impact Satellite, Central Kentucky's premier local DirecTV dealer. They helped me choose the best package and equipment for me and scheduled a day and time for my installation. The installer was on time. I didn't have to wait four hours and wonder if they were going to get there or not. Do you want TV service in your business? They can take care of that, too. The DirecTV experts at Impact Satellite will put together the best plan for your business and the service is great. Do what I did. Get rid of your cable company and get Direct TV from Impact Satellite, the area's premier local Direct TV dealer. Call Impact Satellite at 502-867-0157. That's 502-867-0157. Or visit the showroom in Georgetown at 104 Lawson Drive between Walmart and 84 Lumber. Impact Satellite. Tell them Doug Flynn sent you and save an extra $10 per month for the first 10 months. Hi, Doug Flynn for J&H Outdoors, your headquarters for top quality tents, backpacks, and sleeping bags. New arrivals of climbing harnesses, ropes, and climbing shoes. Kayaks and canoes from Hobie, Piranha, and Old Town. And you have to see the footwear from Vibram Five Fingers, Chaco, and Merrill Barefoot. J&H Outdoor Store. More drive just off Nicholasville Road. Turn between Raising Canes and Wendy's. J&H Outdoor Store. Hey, this is former Cincinnati Red Doug Flynn and my pro fishing buddy Keith Munson. Hey, Keith, it's the winter time, but if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse, if you want to stay warm, if you want to fish, if you want to hike, or if you want to shoot or hunt, they got everything in the world. Everything, absolutely everything you need from fishing, hunting, keeping your feet and your toes warm, your nose warm. <laughs> hey, guys, it's important too. Guys, 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 you're what? forgetting about camping. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We got the camper extraordinaire, Mr. Josh oh, Hoffness. That's true. Who got suited up pretty good. Hey, Josh, can you camp in this type of weather? Absolutely, if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's just tell you this. If you're looking for the very best in quality and everything you could absolutely want when it comes to fishing, hunting, or just recreation, go see our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse. Hey folks, this is Doug Flynn, and I want to talk to you about Sutherland Chevrolet. You know, I'm pretty particular about what I drive. I stopped by, got the best service that I have ever received, and got me a brand new old pickup truck. It is absolutely wonderful. I've only taken it back once, and the service was incredible. Hey, if you're in the market for a nice vehicle, whether it be a truck or just a car, see our friends at Sutherland Chevrolet over in Nicholasville. You will not be disappointed. Everyone at Central Bank loves UK Athletics, almost as much as we love providing outstanding service. Sometimes the team kind of inspires us to improve even more, like just the other day. I was helping a customer open a checking account. I really don't know what kind of account I'm looking for. Well, I hope I can help you. Time out! Time out! Coach Cal? What are you doing here? Come over here, Mike. You need to take charge here. Show them the options. You've got checking, CDs, money market accounts. You're like a point guard here. It's up to you to make all of our customers' financial lives easier and better. Now, do I need to bring in a sub, or are you my guy? No, Coach. I'm your guy. Now go out there and help make this customer a winner. Coach Cal never lets us rest, and we love him for it. Central Bank. Serious about banking. Crazy about UK. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Hey, we're back. Doug Flynn, Josh Thompson. Hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, Josh, did you see where my Cincinnati Reds have a new hitting instructor? I did not. They had a press conference this past week. They got a guy that's been 19 years in the minor league. It's another one of those sabermetric guys, I think. So, Lord knows. They've got rid of all the veteran ball players, all the guys that got playing experience in the big league, and they're going with some of these guys that supposedly read a book about how to read, and they're going to be the ones that are going to teach everybody how to do this. I am not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really understand it. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to do. Hitting in the big leagues is hard. And, it, and uh, they seem to think that with all this sabermetric stuff that they're going to be able to make guys better at hitters, and I guess they're trying everything. But the one thing the Reds are doing is they want to make sure that when you come up through the minor leagues and if you get to the big leagues, then you're going to have the same type of instruction when you get there. Well, let's just hope it's successful in the minor leagues. Uh, The last couple of years, they really struggled with consistency, and now they have hired a new guy that had a little bit of coaching time, played maybe a little bit in the big leagues, but mostly in the minor league system who's going to come up. And that's kind of what their uh, other uh, pitching and everything is going to do. So I don't know what's going on. It's going to be hard to, for me to really get, you know, involved and get in the middle of it. But I guess that's, it's the wave of the future, Josh. We're going to have to get used to it. Yeah, that's the current trend of things. It seems like everybody's going with the math and the statistics of things rather than knowledge and history you know it, but i mean if it's working which a lot of clubs are showing that it is then that's what they're gonna go with you know what i mean yeah are you surprised that we got a little sweep potential going on here with washington and houston you know i i am i i thought that houston was going to be that team to kind of come out of it and turn it around uh and and show the full turnaround as far as you know, from what they were to what they are now, and I was kind of rooting for them as the as the you know underdogs. And well, it, it doesn't look too good for them right now. No, it doesn't. As uh, we're taping this show, they're down two nothing. And uh, you know, I, I thought uh, in the game that was on Wednesday, I believe, uh, I thought that they were going to turn it around. I thought that, uh, you know, as soon as they got two runs against Strasburg, I thought that it was, you know, they tied it up, and I thought that it, it, things were changing for them. But, no, it just didn't end up going their way. I did, too. Uh, I got a buddy who looks at all these biorhythms and stuff that these guys do. Uh-huh. And he pretty much said that the hottest offensive team was going to be Washington, their biorhythms were a lot higher, and uh, boy, he's been dead on it for the first two ball games, which is amazing. So, I don't know. It's going to be a game of sabermetrics and biorhythms. So, what is biorhythm? What does that mean? I don't know. It, it he takes uh, like the day you were born and what the Earth's doing and all this really? kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's pretty accurate with it too. Believe it or not, that's crazy. I won't tell you his name because he might not want me to say his name, but it is, it's, it's pretty amazing to be truthful with you. <laughs> I wonder what my biorhythm is. Well, I don't know. It would depend. And see, it varies every day. It's probably right? a little so, off. And, and these all change from day to day. From game to game, they change. So I, I don't know. I'm, 
Uh, I may get him as a guest on our show one day, and he can tell us because he also does that with uh, uh, the derby. Like, he'll do the battle rhythms of the horses and all that stuff. See, I need all this explained to me. Yeah, well, I need to explain to me, too. I need I need to learn. I need to understand what this is because it it's sounding really weird to me right now. <laughs> oh, it's a wave. You know what? You can tell you're becoming an old man when these all these things are just foreign news to you. But so I'm I'm becoming old. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right. You almost thirty. You might be outdated too, man. I'm thirty-one. <laughs> I'm I'm oh, up there. You're, you're definitely over the hill. You're yeah. outdated. You got no shot. <laughs> So, it, yeah, it, it's all new, and, and I'm sure they're going to – it's baseball more than anything else is when you hear about all these biorhythm things or, or the uh, sabermetrics. You don't hear about it in too many of the other sports. Um, maybe I don't know which one's dumber or smarter if none of the other sports this could apply to, but I tell you what, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm not going to criticize until I see some – uh, see what happens. They may come out here and every one of their hitters be greater than they've ever been. If that's the case, I'm going to have to see it, though, to sell me on it. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I'd be for it if that was the case. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I'd be for it, and I'd be ticked off they didn't have it when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> All these Harvard grads coming out here telling guys how to hit. Uh, so, anyway, baseball's changing. Everything's changing. And you know what? Even fishing now. Fishing with all the electronics that they have. Right. You better be good with them, too, because if you're not good with electronics today, any fishing show you watch on TV, they show you exactly how they're finding fish, where the bait fish are, where the structure is, and you got to be really good. Uh, I know they got classes for it. And, uh, Keith is very good at that. I'm not, but Keith is very, very good, knows how to do all that stuff, and uh, I, I need some work in it. So I'm, I'm, I like watching Keith do it. When he explains it to me, it makes sense. When I look at it myself, I might as well be back in college where I didn't have a clue about anything. So, yeah, I don't know. That would be just really odd. Being, I, I've seen people use them before, but I don't exactly understand how it's done. I mean, well, they're making they're making them some good now. All you gotta do is look at them. You can say, "Oh yeah, there's a car, there's a tree, there's a tire." Yeah, can't you, so- isn't there like a camera on a lot of them now that you can investigate things and stuff? They've got, uh, I don't know if you're allowed or if they got a camera, but it's, it's mostly just through, you know, the radar and sonar. Yeah. That's crazy. It, yeah. But they, they're getting so good and the screens are so clear and they're big now. And we used to have them. They're about the size of your phone. And now they're right. like the size of a small television set. I remember when I was a kid, my uncle had one that was the size of a laptop, kind of a little bit smaller than, you know, one, yeah. but uh, they're getting bigger. Yeah, they look like you can watch a movie on them, and it's really ridiculous. Fish aren't biting, turn on a good movie. That's hilarious. I know. So, anyway, we'll get back. We're going to talk a little bit more. We tried to get our buddy John Way up, but he's busy. Keith's working. It's me and Josh today. We're having a good time, and uh, it's a beautiful day here. This is Thursday when we're taping this. It's gorgeous. It's going to get a little worse this weekend. We want everybody down at the lake to be catching some good fish at Kentucky Lake when we hear some reports. We'll have all those reports about that tournament for you next week, but we don't have it yet. So when we come back, we got a little more foolishness to talk about. Hey, it's a good morning. Go get you another cup of coffee. Sit back and let's enjoy the last segment here. You're listening to Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. Hello, this is Bailey Turner, and you are listening to Big League Fishing with Doug Flynn and Keith Munson, my GD. And they will be right back. 
Hey, we're back with Big League Fishing. This is Robert Douglas Flynn Jr. along with Josh Topkis on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We're taping this show today because Saturday's going to be nasty, and I got to go to a conference all day Saturday. Hey, big boy, what about you and your backpack? Anything going on? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I haven't been backpacking a little bit. Uh, I think I'm going to try and go here soon, though. You need to go because we need to get you updated because you love to go in this when it starts getting colder, don't you? Yeah, that's when I really like it because uh, it, it kind of drives away a lot of people and leaves you out there to be yourself and do whatever you want, really, and I enjoy it. And the snakes go away a little bit, is that yeah, correct? A little bit, either that or they'll try and cuddle with you at night. <laughs> and the bugs? What about the bugs? The bugs are gone, and that's the really good thing. I I, I, I enjoy that a lot. I I'm one of those guys that gets bitten up by mosquitoes and stuff, and once they're gone, I'm happy. Ah, I understand. Well, uh, it's that time of year where you need to go so you can start. And you've talked before about the great equipment they got over at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. Right. I mean, you're sold on anything you need to go backpacking or hiking. They got the stuff, don't they? Yep. And uh, I'm really impressed with a lot of the stuff they got because it's very – uh, budget friendly and and i i enjoy that as being a guy who needs quality equipment for cheaper uh this is a place where you can go and get it well you know the thing about it they have as you say quality stuff i mean the, the fishing gear hiking hunting uh any anything you want they've got outstanding stuff that you can go get and you don't have to compromise about uh, if you're going to pay less, get less of a product. I mean, everything they got is pretty first class. Yeah. So get yourself over Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, matter of fact, today, uh, the 26th of October, Brian Thrift and Jimmy Gayhart are going to be there. Two outstanding fishermen. Jimmy, a local boy. Um he is fishing uh, some of the major tournaments, the Coastal Tournament. Brian Thrift, one of the best fishermen in the country. And they're going to be there signing autographs. So get yourself on over. I believe it's today from 9 to 3. So they'll be there most of the day. You can't miss Jimmy. Jimmy's a monster. He's about 6'5 and about 270, and he's just and no fat. Um uh, and then Brian, I've never met, but he ain't that big. I know that. So get on over there. Maybe they'll teach you a little bit about fishing. They'll have a lot of products that they'll catch you up on, but it's going to be a good day at Sportsman to meet a couple of these outstanding fish. So that's going to be good. All right, backpacking, it's time to go. You need to get out there and try it. Fishing, you need to get all your fishing stuff in order because it's a good time to head out. Kentucky football, mm, I got nothing. How about you? Uh just a little disappointed with this season, but I mean, it, it is what it is. When you lose your starting quarterback, a lot of that hinges on that. You know, I, I assume that he made that much difference in this ball club, but I mean, wow. I, I think it's being seen right now. Yeah. It, it was very much hinging on his performances here. And I, I think that he was in line for a good one, honestly. And uh, it, it, it's, Sad that he didn't really get to show off, but I think that next year he's going to come back be a lot stronger, and so will the offense and defense. Yeah, one of the things that happened too is so you not only hurt that position, then you take your best receiver, so now you've hurt that position. Right. 
but take it. So you really got two positions that are struggling with that. And it's pay, but I, they got to win. I mean, they got Missouri tonight. And then uh, from then on, uh, you know, they, they got to, they got to find some way to put some points on the board. Uh, I thought the running would be a little bit better. I thought the offensive line would be a little bit better. Defense played pretty well last week, but, you know, it's when you're in the Southeastern Conference, you got to have a good game pretty much every weekend if you're going to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a difficult conference, of course, and you know I, I'd like to see him go. I, there must be something wrong with Walker Wood's shoulder. He had surgery pretty much immediately uh, going into school there, but I just feel like it would really be nice to see him play. You saw him in high school a lot. Yeah. What does he bring to the table? Oh, I mean, he is a dynamite player, one of those guys that's just a, a football player, and he's a game changer because he has a lot of speed. Uh, he's fairly accurate, but his speed and quickness are what he really was known for, uh, and he could also sling the ball pretty far across the field. So, I mean, he, he was a dynamite and just one of those players that was electric because you – when he was on the field, he was he was going to change the game. He was going to somehow do something that was going to make it uh, very difficult for the other team. And, I mean, he had a really great line in high school. That was one of the things. I mean, one of the guys he's got, uh, they've got in front of him now, Landon Young, uh, who could be in front of him rather. But I, I just think that, you know, if he had a chance out there and if his shoulder was healthy, I think that he could do some things. You think that that's the reason he's not playing is because he does have a bad shoulder? Yeah, yeah, he, that, that's what I got to believe because they should have tried him already by this point. All right. Well, that's I. You know, we heard a lot about him coming out of high school because he was a dynamic high school athlete. Um, and I was a little surprised that they didn't try him in another position because he does have good speed, but is a wide receiver, a DB, or something? Right. Did you get my question there, partner? What was that? Sorry, uh, the phone actually <laughs> cut out right then. Did you take a little break? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've been known to do that on this show. I, I might fall asleep right here. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I said, does it surprise you that they haven't been the athlete that he is? They haven't tried to move him to another position. It does, you know, because I, I feel like that he could do some other things. But at the same time, that speaks to – that he is doing something, you know, so it, I don't know. I, I feel like it has to be the shoulder, the reason that they're not trying uh, to push him anywhere else because they, they do believe him in him as a quarterback, but right now they can't use him because of his injury. Yeah. Well, it, uh, hopefully they'll find some, and I know Lynn Bowden will probably play. Uh, Sawyer Smith not quite ready to go. So uh, anyway, if you're a football fan, we'll see what kind of crowd rolls out there tonight. It's supposed to be a little nasty with some weather going to move in, kind of be rainy, but not too cold. Somewhere in the 50s or 60s, which football players love that kind of weather. Of course, last week they played in the mess down in Georgia. So hopefully the weather won't be that bad. But with the new surface they got, won't be an issue. It drains well. No mud because it's artificial. Yeah, so, I will say. I will say one thing about the cold, though, is is that those hits start to sting a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I don't like playing. I don't mind sweating as much as I could. I hate it playing cold weather. Anything. Any sport. I, I just, if, if you're cold, you can't course. You know, when you're sitting in the stands and it's 40 and 50 degrees, it seems a little cold. You're on that field. You're, 
it's pretty nice there because your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, so a lot of times, like, you'll come on over to the sideline, set out a series or something, and you will get cold. Well, let me ask you a question. You, did you, when you played ball, did you all have jackets to put on when you came over to the sideline? No. We didn't either when I was in high school. <laughs> no, no, we didn't have anything like that. We like to froze. We couldn't even wear long sleeves under our jerseys when I was in high school. See, we, that? we were allowed to wear long sleeves. A lot of us had Under Armour, things like that, that really helped out. But it's still, I mean, you're, you're still pretty much out there. Well, you know, I, I love to be warm when I do stuff. So uh, we talked about it earlier. That's why I go and I load up with the best long johns and flannel drawers. And uh, I go out. If I'm fishing, if I keep my hands and my feet warm, rest of me is fine. Yeah, I really yeah. like the uh, reflective thermals that a lot of places are starting to carry now. Uh, J&H, I know, has them, uh, where it's like a reflective material that reflects your heat back onto you. Yeah. So it's a, it's, uh, it's smart. Minus 33 long johns. Those are the ones I found to be the best. Really? Yeah, I'm having a, I wear them all the time. And you can buy them in you know, different thicknesses, too. So go out there and load up and... Uh, Tell them that Doug and Josh sent you over there. Tell them to put you in the warmest, best stuff they got. So they ought to be able to do that, and then that way you can enjoy. Uh, one thing, too, when I go watch a football game and I'm sitting outside, shoot, I'll wear uh, long johns. I'll wear my flannel drawers, yeah. flannel jeans and stuff, and, and a rain, big rain suit. I don't care. And socks. I be warm. A lot oh. of people don't mention socks. Socks are super important. J&H has the best selection of socks that you've ever seen. Really? Ever. Ever. I'm not kidding you. Go, you got to go look at them. I mean, you got, they are stylish. They're, they have smart wool. They have anything you want in socks. They have the best socks. And, and smart, go back to your department. Ask Woody. Woody will take care of you. Smart wool is really nice because it actually wicks the moisture away from you. And then also is the same time is able to keep you very warm. Well, you know, I used to wear like two or three pair when I'd go fishing. I'd right. get cut. What do I do now? I get me a thin sock like a sanitary when we play baseball, just a thin sock that I put on and put that wool over it. My feet never get cold. And you take a pair of waterproof shoes. Shoot, man, it's, you can stay out there all day. Yep. All day long. You're listening to Big League Fishing with Doug and Josh. My boy Keith is working way too hard. He fished, so we'll find out a report from you next week on how he did down at Kentucky Lake. I understand it was pretty tough on everybody, or down at Cumberland, rather. Cumberland was a little bit tough, too. But uh, the lakes now are kind of going through a little transition period. But that doesn't mean you can't go because you might stumble onto something. And the fish will be moving back into the creeks pretty soon. So get out there and, uh, and go find you some fish and enjoy the weekend. What I'm finding as I get older, two things. One, I'm losing my filter that I don't really think I ever had too much. So I'm not afraid to address things and talk about stuff. And two, time is going so fast. Don't put off stuff that you could be doing today. Because if you're healthy and you got a chance to do it, we don't know what tomorrow holds. So get out there and try to do some fun, good stuff while you can. That's my advice for the day, Mr. Toughness. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, listen, you get your new vacuum or your new uh, heater, air conditioner in there, get it working. And uh, I'm going to try to, I got a bunch of stuff I got to do this week. I got one more little conference going on this Saturday. After that, 
I should be ready to start pounding the lakes as hard as I can. However, I have been sneaking off down to the lake every now and then, and there's a few fish in the jumps, and I've been catching a few, and it is fun. So, if you uh, get out, enjoy this weekend. Don't let the weather stop you from doing stuff. Josh, you have a good one, my friend, and we'll hook up again next week. So, if we happen to miss you on the radio, by golly, we'll catch you somewhere on the water. So, for Doug, Josh, and Keith, this is Big League Fishing on the Big League Fishing Radio Network. Hi, I'm Danny McSorley. Whether you're looking to trade in your old boat or purchase a new one, let us get you ready for the season at Marine Works at Pandora Marina on Harrington Lake, just south of Lexington. Hey, this is former Cincinnati Red Doug Flynn and my pro fishing buddy Keith Munson. Hey, Keith, it's the winter time, but if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse, if you want to stay warm, if you want to fish, if you want to hike, or if you want to shoot or hunt, they got everything in the world. Everything, absolutely everything you need. From fishing, hunting, keeping your feet and your toes warm, your nose warm. <laughs> hey, guys, it's important too. Guys, 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 you're what? forgetting about camping. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We got the camper extraordinaire, Mr. Josh oh, Roffness. That's true. Who got suited up pretty good. Hey, Josh, can you camp in this type of weather? Absolutely, if you go to Sportsman's Warehouse. Wow. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's just tell you this. If you're looking for the very best in quality and everything you could absolutely want when it comes to fishing, hunting, or just recreation, go see our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse. Hey folks, this is Doug Flynn, and I want to talk to you about Sutherland Chevrolet. You know, I'm pretty particular about what I drive. I stopped by, got the best service that I have ever received, and got me a brand new old pickup truck. It is absolutely wonderful. I've only taken it back once, and the service was incredible. Hey, if you're in the market for a nice vehicle, whether it be a truck or just a car, see our friends at Sutherland Chevrolet over in Nicholasville. You will not be disappointed. Everyone at Central Bank loves UK Athletics, almost as much as we love providing outstanding service. Sometimes the team kind of inspires us to improve even more, like just the other day. I was helping a customer open a checking account. I really don't know what kind of account I'm looking for. Well, I hope I can help you. Time out! Time out! Coach Cal? What are you doing here? Come over here, Mike. You need to take charge here. Show them the options. You've got checking, CDs, money market accounts. You're like a point guard here. It's up to you to make all of our customers' financial lives easier and better. Now, do I need to bring in a sub, or are you my guy? No, Coach. I'm your guy. Now go out there and help make this customer a winner. Coach Cal never lets us rest, and we love him for it. Central Bank. Serious about banking. Crazy about UK. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.